This shit a motherfucking layup. I been Steph Curry with the shot. Been cooking with the sauce. Chef Curry with the pot, boy. Live from the 301. Live from the pot. I want to welcome my audience to episode 21. 21, 21. Episode number 21 of Curry in the Pot. And we got a big, we got a huge game five tonight in the NBA Finals. I want to talk game four with y'all. I want to talk a bunch of other stuff. So let's get right into it. Today's topics are, of course, we got NBA Finals. What else are we really going to be talking about? I know we got the uh, Pittsburgh Penguins that won the Stanley Cup last night. I know we got that, but we got NBA Finals news. I want to talk game four. I want to get my predictions for game five. And I want to tell you what, what what should not happen and what the Golden State Warriors do not want to do. And, you know, I'm going to just talk some other little stuff that might pop into my head. It's kind of like a slow time in other sports. The Nats been balling, though. I will say that. Uh, Aaron Judge, he's been doing this thing. He had his 20th and 21st home run yesterday. He probably had his 21st home run because he knew I was doing episode 21 today. That's why it happened. So let's get right into it. So game four was Friday night. I wish game five was last night on a Sunday. Like, it was just a boring Sunday, to be honest. And, you know, my takeaways were, I felt like the referees took Golden State out of it early, just just, just to an extent. But also, I saw Cleveland being the more, the more aggressive team, the more physical team, the more desperate team, because they were. It was win or stay in Cleveland for them. So, I don't, a lot of people saying it's rigged. I mean, yeah, whatever. I mean, it, it, it may have been, but it's hard to really say. But either way, officiating took Golden State out of the game early. And, you know, I just felt like calls were bad on both sides. I don't want to be biased either. And, you know, Golden State blew their opportunity to go up. Well, I mean, not to go up, but to win the series, to close it out, to seal a deal in Cleveland. I know Draymond Green wanted to do it. I'm sure everyone else wanted to do it. They wanted to sweep the king. They wanted to sweep LeBron, you know. How fitting would it have been to sweep LeBron James? And he would have been swept for a second time in the finals. But I want to talk Steph Curry. Steph Curry was 4 of 13 from the field. I repeat again, Steph Curry was 4 of 13 from the field in his 38 minutes of play, 2 for 9 behind the three-point line, 5 rebounds, 10 assists, which is, 10 assists is cool, but 14 points. I want to talk about that. This is the two-time reigning MVP, also the first ever unanimous MVP, and, like, this story isn't getting enough news. Like, if LeBron James were to play like this, oh, man, the world would explode, but Steph Curry... I'm holding him on a high pedestal because he's a top five player in the league. And you score 14 points in a closeout game? Golden State. The Golden State Warriors are now 0-4 in their last four closeout games against this team. That is awful. That is pretty bad. That's pathetic. I know know some things have happened like last year's finals, the Draymond Green suspension, the Bogut injury, the Iguodala injury. But still, I'm looking at it. You know, I'm looking at the whole view of things. They're 0-4 in their last four closeout games. That's just a simple fact. So, obviously, I want to talk Cavaliers. They scored, they made 24 made three-pointers. 
which is the most in NBA Finals history for a game. Um, they played they played exceptionally well. They scored, I believe, eighty six at halftime. Um, they were just balling. They got contributions from everybody that I said they needed to get contributions from. We know Kyrie Irving was gonna do his thing. He had forty points, fifteen to twenty seven from the field, seven to twelve behind the three point line. We got thirty one from LeBron, and we well, we had a triple double from LeBron. Let me say that we had thirty one from him, but a triple double, and we even saw him do a little Tracy McGrady, you know, throwing the the ball off the backboard and slamming it. Kevin Love chipped in. He is six six threes. He was seven of fourteen. Uh from from the floor. He shot fifty percent. He played well. Tristan Thompson, you know, he got involved early, you know, offensive rebounds, you know, getting extra possessions for those guys. And J.R. Smith, a guy I said needed to show up. He had fifteen points, making all five of his well, he made five threes, so he was five for nine from downtown, so that's all. That's all he did was shoot threes, he, and he even hit a, you know, a crazy deep three. And they even got contributions from, you know, guys off the bench. Richard Jefferson with eight points, and Darren Williams. We had a Darren Williams sighting. He scored last. He scored last game. He had five points, and Darren Williams has more points in the NBA Finals than Chris Paul, and Carmelo Anthony, and Vince Carter. Ha. Huh. So I want to talk. Game five, and listen, well, let me talk about the Warriors. I feel like in game four, the only person that played like they cared or with a sense of urgency was Kevin Durant. Draymond Green did play well with 16 points, 14 rebounds. But I felt like the only person, you know, showing effort was Kevin Durant and Draymond Green to an extent. They just looked like they weren't prepared to play. Sean Livingston did play well off the bench, but the Splash Brothers, they shot they shot off where they were eight. Out of 24 from the from the field, that's not a recipe for success. They were 6 for 19 on their threes. That's also not a recipe for success. But, I mean, I don't think Golden State played particularly bad. They didn't play awful as a team, but Cleveland was just too hot. They were hot all night long, all night long. And, you know, it showed. They made, they made 53% of their threes. Um... They shot 52% from the floor the whole night. You know, they were just hot, you know, all night. So now let me talk game five. The Golden State Warriors do not want to go back to Cleveland. Let me say this again. The Golden State Warriors do not want to go back to Cleveland. They don't. I'm sure the Golden State Warriors know how rocking that crowd was at the Quick and Loans Arena in game four. You guys have better take care of business tonight at the Oracle, at the Oracle tonight. You guys have best to take care of business because you do got, you guys do not want to go back to Cleveland. You guys don't. The pressure is on you guys. The pressure is on a team that went 73-9 and nine last year and added Kevin Durant. The pressure is on you guys. It's not on Cleveland. Cleveland's a great team, but it's not on them. It's on you guys to, to close the deal. You guys were up 3-0 this series. So it's up to you guys to close the deal. Now you guys are back up 3-1. Same position you guys were in last year. You guys better close tonight. You guys better seal the deal. LeBron James is off two days of rest, so that's good for him and the rest of the Cavaliers. 
I think you're going to see LeBron go off tonight. It's going to be spectacular tonight. But Golden State better close the deal tonight. Steph Curry better step up. I do not want to see another 4-13 performance from the field. Klay Thompson, I want to see the Klay Thompson I saw in game two and three. Kevin Durant, you keep doing your thing, man. Draymond Green, you know, give me, you can give me another game, like game four, because it wasn't, wasn't particularly bad. You guys just didn't have the whole crew show up. And you guys got outplayed, and you guys didn't play well on the defensive end. But Kyrie Irving was balling. I won't take nothing away from him. He he played spectacular. Cleveland's going to need him to continue to do that if they want to win this series, if they want to come back. want to transition real quick to some NHL news, something I don't really talk about, but I should start talking more about it, you know, maybe when next season rolls around. But last night, the Pittsburgh Penguins defeated the Predators two games. I mean, they defeated them two to nothing. And they won the series 4-2. to they, they, they closed it out in six. I'm honestly, you know, Sidney Crosby, one of the best hockey players probably to ever play. And um, now he, he's a great player. But I don't really watch too much hockey. And I don't really think, you know, too many people are going to be talking about hockey after, like, three days. Honestly. Next, I want to transition to some baseball news, some major league baseball news. So yesterday, my guy Aaron Judge hit his 20th and his 21st home run of the season yesterday, but that was a soundbite from his 20th home run, which was calculated at 496 feet, which is the longest home run since ESPN has begun tracking back in 2009. Also, I want to read you some more Aaron Judge news. He is first in the American League in home runs with 21. RBI with 41, and his batting averages, at, he's batting 344. So he's doing some incredible things. And I'm glad, I'm just glad the Yankees have a bright spot. And this guy looks to be like, you know, he looks to be next up, you know, you know, following behind, you know, Jeter and A-Rod. Aaron Judge definitely has what it takes. He's been putting it all on display this season. Go Yanks. And real quick, I got some NFL news. Last night, Odell Beckham Jr. released a video titled Back. And it is, you know, a video of what he's been doing, you know, why he's been missing, you know, voluntary OTAs. And, you know, he's been, you know, putting on display what he's been doing. And, you know, from the looks of the video, it looks good. And the Giants have a physical today. He is at the Giants facility today. And they have mandatory, I believe, minicamp starts tomorrow. I'm about to keep it in the division. I'm going to keep it in the NFC East. Des Bryant is reportedly trying to recruit Darrell Revis to the Cowboys. <laughs> Seriously, this is a joke. Is this some type of sick joke? Has Des Bryant been watching Darrell Revis? I read a report a couple of weeks ago that uh, Darrell Revis' off-season trainer hasn't even heard from him. And Des Bryant's trying to recruit this guy to Dallas? Bring him to Dallas, Okay. So he can be food for my guy Josh Doxson, food for my man Terrell Pryor, food for Alshon Jeffrey, and food for, of course, Odell and Brandon Marshall, too. Bring them to the NFC East. I would love it. The Cowboys, they, 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 can, they can bring another barbecue chicken corner to the division. I, I would love it. I'll be licking my chops, man. I don't think Darrell Reeves could cover me, to be honest. And Dez Bryant thinks it's cool 
to bring him to Dallas, man. To be honest, I'm not even gonna say. It. I'm gonna keep my comment to myself. I'm gonna say two two bias. I ain't I ain't gonna say. It. I ain't gonna say it. But if you cowboy fans start talking crazy, we we could debate. We could, we could definitely debate. And that's all I got for NFL news. I don't really have any local news. So I just want to thank everybody for listening. I just want to thank everybody in my audience, all, all my all my listeners, man. It means a lot. And I appreciate, you know, the ones who listen all the way through. And, you know, it's just a blessing that I'm able to... It's just a blessing that social media allows me to, you know, be able to talk about what I want to talk about and also promote freely. And I hope you guys enjoy listening as much as I love recording. And uh, I'll see you next time on Curry in the Pot. Following Game 5, I'll probably do an episode tomorrow, Wednesday. We got a big Game 5 tonight. I pick Golden State in 6. Will they seal the deal tonight at the Oracle in 5? We will see. I want to thank everybody for listening one last time. It's Mike Curry. Curry in the Pot, episode 21. 21. Episode 21 is done. Peace.